Telltale, Dakota Folk Life and Stories is a collection of narratives describing the shared personal experiences and lore of life on the North Dakota Plains. They originate from and are shaped by interviews with senior citizens, many of whom are in elder care facilities. In 1889, when the new North Dakota Constitution was written, included was prohibition. Lawmakers were uncertain of its popularity with the voters of Dakota Territory, but it did just barely pass, making alcoholic beverages illegal. There was particular concern about how German and Scandinavian immigrants would react to prohibition, as its use was a long-standing part of their culture. It was almost considered a God-given natural right and certainly an integrated part of life in their homelands. Consumption of alcoholic beverages became illegal in North Dakota, but according to Charlie Miller of Raleigh, North Dakota, that didn't mean no alcohol was consumed. But anyway, he had the bar in Raleigh, and my uncle said, You'd walk in there. He had his hat on, big black hat, by the till, and he always had a pistol laying there. And he was darn near blind. But he would run his business. You know, was he selling chocolates? Was he selling pop or whatever? Under the, maybe he had some 190 homemade stills, you know. That was big in them days, you know, the stills. One suspects that farmers looked at distilling alcohol as another way to market their grain sort of a value-added byproduct. John didn't sell his grain by the bushel. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, I said, well, what do you mean? He says he sold it by the gallon. It's not as if law enforcement turned a blind eye to all of this, but people were clever. And another lady, when the revenues came to the farm, and she wouldn't barrel. And, of course, these revenues knew she'd haul that stuff down the shields and in the porcupine to sell the stuff. And she could make good stuff. She's got, you know how they had the big dresses? And she's sitting on that crock like this, and them revenues going all through that house into wherever. And she's sitting right on top of it. <laughs> Where Eddie, he made it too. Well, everybody made it, but not everybody, I should say, but the good stuff. Christian, he stuck it, revenues on him too. And they'd stick an eight-foot uh, green box you know, horse-drawn grain drill, and they'd, he'd stick his down in the in that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, these revenues are running around the yard, and this thing's about a quarter of a mile from his yard where he's got all his booze set in there, you know. Raids conducted by federal prohibition officers were numerous during the 1920s. A large 100-gallon still was raided and destroyed near Medina, North Dakota, in 1923. In 1928... The largest still ever found in North Dakota, it was 14 feet long and steam-powered, was seized in Mandan. Oh, yeah, that one is still laying south of Raleigh there in, in that hillside. I don't you know exactly. Well, wasn't there something in uh, west of Flasher in those buttes, too? Oh, whiskey buttes, yes. Yeah, there were uh, bootlegger, and he, he was getting caught, and he dumped his liquor, and uh, everybody is... Tried to find it, I guess, and I kind of think they gave up on the story. Yeah, it, it was it was something else. There's no doubt about it. That it, 
But that's the way a lot of people, that Mrs. Molly, I mean, she made a lot of money selling that stuff over. Oh, yeah, you read your Mandan Pioneer. You read that 100 years ago, 125 years, you'll see a lot of guys, including New Salem. You know, all these guys that got caught. You had to go to in front of the municipal judge, you know, they had to serve time and everything and pay fines. Produced in partnership with Elmcrest Manor in New Salem, North Dakota, and Dakota Legacy. This project is supported in part by a grant from the North Dakota Council on the Arts, which receives funding from the North Dakota State Legislature and the National Endowment for the Arts.